passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanation. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of the Today's broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man. Gonna go to a place like a shot in a beer, steak man. Saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, alright? Why do you drink ice cold beer on hot day? Mr. Clayman, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. everybody up to tonight i am uh the man of eighty thousand, not eighty thousand. the man of 87 names mr dk live from ontario canada everything apparently is running smoothly at the moment and i i just have a question before i go anywhere has anyone ever listened to the words of the theme song because it's pretty damn cool it pretty much sums up life. All in a matter of a minute and 35 seconds. Anyway, over to New York. Caught a mid-mouthful. Yes, live from, and I hear an echo, live from New York. I am Big B. I have a question for you. As I hear Why is your uh, internet cutting out tonight? Now it's your turn. Plug that, plug that mic in. I should be fine. There you are. Now you sound good. But you're swinging yeah. around like you're fucking a, a gorilla in a zoo, for fuck's sakes. I'm, I'm still settling in. I just logged on. I'm still settling in here. I have a question for you. The uh, man of 87 names. Why does your subtitle say man of 87 voices? Oh, shit. I'll correct <laughs> that as we speak. I well, see, were- I, I, was, I was on pre-audio with that fucker in England. And, um, anyway, we were shooting this shit and he just gets me off track. I, I will I fix thought, that. I thought you were competing with the man of a thousand voices. No, 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 no. I'm nearly, I have no impressions to make. <laughs> Nothing are, at all. You um, are the man of 87 names though. I am. I'm changing it right now. As we speak, you can transfer it over to, uh, no man's land there and, uh, the satellite out by the moon. Well, let, yeah, let's see if the outpost on the other side of the world works. Do I hear London calling? Yes, you do hear London calling. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Internet land. It's just choo-choo-choo. 
There, is that better? Clear up. There you go. Man of 87 names. The man of 87 names, which is a nickname that uh, Big B gave me. And a Facebook uh, Live event. Yes. You need to, you need to, anytime uh, somebody goes on Facebook Live, you need to join because the show does continue, not just here. But on the Facebook page, on Facebook Live, the man of 87 names come out, came out of a Facebook Live event that uh, DK did yesterday. And I was above ground. I was not in the cave. No, you were above. I saw the sun, actually, shining through a window. Yeah, I, I actually live in a real place. And we have fun. I mean, uh, who was there? That uh, moron there, uh, Cookie J. I used to do a show with her, like, I don't know, seven years ago. And she used to eat on air and piss the shit out of me. She used to take the mick out of me, Stu. She was definitely taking the piss. Yeah. Eating the mickey on me. Are you starting to realize now the more things change, the more they stay the same? They do. Hey, I got to tell you something. So um, before I went to All Radio X, this is real quick. I, I was on Z Talk Radio was my first radio thing. And they had rules. Fuck, piss, shit, cunt. None of that was allowed. <laughs> I have to get that out once in a while. Anyway, Zita, the girl from there, reached out to me after like seven years and said I've... And she started this station like five years ago. DJ Chris used to be on it. He did a music show at like midnight. Would you like to do a show? Of course, you will have to follow certain guidelines. And I thought, you know what? Big B does two shows. I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm gonna do the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde shit. So in January I'll have a like a normal talk show, and both of you will be guests on the show, and everyone in the chat room. Um, I need guests for a long time. Wait, so you're gonna do a clean show? A clean show, you know? I'm gonna say like, oh poop. The call failed. I don't know if you, I don't know if you want me as a guest then. I because think the you can handle. First thing I'm gonna do is say fuck. I think you can handle it. I, I, I think with two kids, right? And I have a kid, and, and Stu has his two kids. Hey, Stu, tell tell everybody and, and Big B about the vomit problem over in England. What? Hey, listen well, to first Stu. First of all, can, I'm just checking if you can actually hear me, because my internet, as usual, is a uh, load of shit. <laughs> yes, we can hear you. <laughs> We always hear you when you say nothing that's important. As soon as it's something that is critical to the show, you you you, you start no. talking in 2001, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I have no idea what you're doing. I think, never mind he's a serial killer. Never mind he's that mannequin dancing all over the planet. Never, never mind anything. Stu is a fucking alien. So anyway, we put uh, the 11-year-old <laughs> so anyway. daughter goes to bed. She's in bed for about half an hour, fast asleep, and then vomits. And it goes everywhere, all over the pillows, the sheets, the duvet, all over the floor. See, we get to the duvet and we fucking lose it. Isn't no. that, Big B, that's, that's like... That's like streaming a movie online and you're getting to the highlight of the fucking climax. Yep. It's don't, don't, in, in Japanese or something. Even, even better, it's like, remember when when you, you had the 56K bod modem? 
before there was high speed internet. Yes. And you tried to like either watch uh, or pull up a, a. It wasn't even videos then. It was just like a picture of a naked chick. Because they oh, like on Merc or whatever in those in those chat rooms. Yeah, you can stream videos, but it, when it got to like just the top of the the breasts, you didn't even see breasts yet. It would stop loading. Yes, that's what this is. Or, or, or someone would phone your house, and you didn't have the right. You know, you had to have that little plastic thing plugged in. That's right. Yeah, someone would phone the house and kick you off the internet. They would right. be like, "I was just wondering if you're still coming over for dinner." That's right. For fuck's sakes, I was just going to see the snatch of my lifetime. That's right. I never forget it. It would take another like hour and a half to re-download or try to re-download that picture. She gets through to jack off on air. I mean, you'd only see like one out of every 77 downs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have WHT up there by you when you know back in the 80s? I have no I I, I was not a Cub Scout. Can you translate? Okay, well, WHT was like the original, uh, like before cable TV, there was, and before HBO, there was WHT. WHT was a, a movie channel, basically, but you had to have either like a satellite or some sort of hookup before cable uh, came. You had to have some sort of special hookup to get WHT in. At night, they would show porn. So Yes, we anyone- called it, we just simply called it on. My dad bought it at the factory, and it was a box we wired in. Okay, we, yeah, so it's a, it's a, basically the same thing. But most of us didn't have it, but because through the aerial antennas, you could kind of get it in. So you could get in the sound sometimes, but not the picture. The picture would be like this blurry line going all across the, the picture, and you'd hear like a little bit. But every now and then, the, the picture would clear up for a split second, and you might see an ass cheek or something. <laughs> If Choo Choo Stew jerked off. some hairy, hairy guy that, fucking slapping it, eh? If Choo Choo Stew jerked off on camera, that's exactly how it would <laughs> It would suddenly go away, and you'd just, like, every now and then see a, see a stew ass cheek. That's all you'd see. <laughs> and listen, not to mention Facebook Live again, but on, on uh, uh, whatever night I did it, tonight's Thursday, Wednesday, I did the Facebook Live, and... I volunteered. We have a Patreon page now. It's just patreon.com, Cave Crew Radio. If you can give a buck a month, you'd be surprised how far that goes to help us. But anyway, I volunteered at a $5 a month level that Choo Choo Stew would take a bite out of a ghost pepper and then uh, and then stick it up his ass. Yes, that's right. You did promise that. <laughs> I don't. I, maybe I think this might be the first time Stu is hearing about this. Is it nice and hard? <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, did, did you know I volunteered you about that? Ah, uh, he's gone. He always has a fucking. No, I'm gone. Well, then fucking speak when <laughs> someone talks to you. Jerry thinks I'm cutting out Stu's audio on purpose so I can bitch at him. He thinks I have a secret button. Trust me, Big B would have a share too. I only get a problem on Thursdays. I don't get a problem during the week. Hey, can I ask you a question, though? And, and we don't see your beautiful curtains behind you. I have two questions about uh, uh, Stu's background, Big B. Uh-huh. 
Um, the number one is, do you have radiators? You know, the old radiator heating? Or what is that on the wall there? Stu, is that a radiator? He doesn't even know what the fuck a radiator is. No radiators. No radiators. Are you heating your house with water? I don't know. Anyway, my other question is, now you only hang the British flag. You used to hang Canadian, American. We'll put out about all that. All right, away from the stew cam. He's making, he looks like, he, he looks like he's having a bowel movement in diapers right now. Folks, you got to go over to YouTube uh, and catch Cave Crew TV is all you got to, all, all you got to. And then he, he puts, just like a baby. Remember the first time a baby took a shit in diapers? They climb in the corner, they'd shit, they'd have this big smile on their face. Right. They're done. You're fucked, I, dad. You don't know what I got in store for you this time. My 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 favorite part of the stew cam is p- putting his putting his camera up so I can see just him, and as you're talking to him, I don't know if his internet is cutting out or what, but he's just staring at the camera, smiling. Every now and then he'll swig a beer. You ask a question and he still sits there smiling. Yeah, it's it's like he's he's the Helen Keller of Cave Crew Radio. <laughs> no, I hear you. I can hear you most of the time. <laughs> Okay, look, the, 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 I'm going to give you the golden rule of, of, of internet right now, and I have no idea why we're, we're 15 minutes into the show and we're talking about this shit, but here's the golden rule of internet. If you can hear, your voice should go out too. So there's nothing wrong with your internet. I think you're Death Star of a fucking microphone on the stew cam over there <laughs> with the red light flashing on and off. I think that's probably a clue. Everybody out there... Watch the red light. I bet you that's when his fucking internet cuts off. Oh, that's I never noticed the red light before. Yeah, and I no, look. I'm fully connected now. Yeah, we know you are because we see the fucking red light. It took us six months, but we figured it out. <laughs> All right, now, now wait. Let's go back to the vomit story and see if he cuts out because every time he tries to tell a yes. story, his internet cuts out. So, so you got anyway, to anyway. Let's... My my daughter threw up. Uh, is the internet still working or what? <laughs> Just yeah, tell the fucking story. Crap, <laughs> <laughs> mess everywhere. All the stuff in the washing machine and et cetera, et cetera. After rinsing it out in the bath, put her back to bed. She's fast asleep. 20 minutes later, she's thrown up again all over the place. But she's fast asleep when she's doing it. So I walk in there straight into a puddle of, like, walk straight into a puddle of sick. So it's the bed strip again. Of sick. The whole thing. <laughs> My wife's been to, been to bed about four times tonight. Like up and down, she is. You know, a piece as a result. <clears throat> Did know, you tell me when uh, you 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 came back at one point? And you told me that your foot was wet or something like that. Yeah. How can you be so casual about that? I step in dog poo and I dance around like ballerina or something. I'm used to it, used to it. Don't bother me anymore. But um, we've we've locked her bedroom door now, so we won't be getting any more trouble from her tonight. Excellent. You'll just wake I, up I, in the morning I, and show. I actually have a similar story that happened last night. Uh, uh, our one-year-old uh, baby is sick, 
uh, mainly because he's, I guess he's teething, so he gets the fevers and stuff like that. So he, he's sick. Last night he was flipping out, uh, flipping out so much that he threw up. Now, basically, all you know, he's eating his baby food during the day or whatever, mostly drinking milk. So what's being thrown up all over the place, all over uh, Mrs. B, all over the bed and all of this is curdled milk. Projectile vomit. It wasn't projectile. He was just kind of like, you know, it was just flowing out of his mouth. Oh, I remember uh, those so, days. So, you know, we cleaned up. She's She's got to go take a shower, obviously, because it's all on her. Uh, so I'm watching our baby. You know, he's, he's sitting on our bed. Now that he's thrown up, he's laughing and having a grand old time. Um, but there was one piece, I guess, as we're cleaning, you know, we missed one chunk of curdled milk that is lying on the bed. So our baby decides that he wants to play with it. So he's grabbing at the curdled milk, and he's, I'm, I'm trying to grab it away from him. I got my other son here. He's like, ew, he's, he's playing with it. Go get me a towel. <laughs> you had the whole family in the baby's room playing with curdled milk. This, was, this wasn't even in the baby's room. This was our bedroom. <laughs> oh, my God. My wife did you, like, shower. sleep well, or did I'm, you, did you I'm keep thinking? i my older son to go get a towel. The baby's playing with curdled milk that he just threw up, <laughs> and now he's feeling better than I'm a grand old time. Kicking and jumping around, playing with fucking curdled milk chunks. Oh, what a fun night last night was. Oh, you guys entertain me. <laughs> curdled milk. Did you sleep well? No. You know, every time you turn, you do. And, and how do you get rid of the smell of that? Oh, yeah, the smell is awful. Oh, my God. It was terrible. I mean, the clothes, obviously, you have to take, like, like Stu said, immediately you got to put it in the wash. <clears throat> it's got to go in the laundry. Uh, you know, you take the the the, the, uh, the sheets off and all that stuff. You got to change everything. Otherwise, the smell lingers. I have um, a couple things to address in the uh, chat room. First of all, uh, Jerry says, uh, Stu, at what point do you just cover the kid's bed in plastic uh, sheeting? <laughs> I think that's the uh, that's that's the next step. I mean, at once. One time we had, I've got three kids. They was all vomiting with a stomach bug. Uh, <laughs> I thought you only had two. <laughs> I thought you only had two kids. No, I've got three kids. And they was all uh, vomiting at the same time. Twice. And I think uh, one of them was three times during one night. So. Uh, I got an idea for well, a that coat of milk. I got an idea for a new segment, Bigby. We 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 give uh, um, uh, Choo Stew a headline in a mm-hmm. story or whatever, uh, just like uh, a Wheel of Fortune, mm-hmm. um, except we'll, we'll we'll get a better looking chick than Vanna White, and um, he talks, and you and I try to guess what he's trying to say, <laughs> and who's ever right gets a point. <laughs> And that's another segment the kids at home can play play with. Because I can't wait till it's true or false story because basically I'm flipping a fucking coin between <laughs> ooh ah e ah ah and ah um some yeah. Well, you might as well just start off. Just guess whether it's true or false, and I'll tell you, and it'll just save time. You look like a cross between Eminem and Glenn Campbell right now. Hey, Big B, look at him. He looks like Glenn a cross between fucking Eminem and Glenn shows. Campbell. Glenn Campbell's on his last legs. He's got uh, Alzheimer's. I think he's dead already. 
He's not. He's still hanging on in there. And then, you know, once you start getting your digestive problems, we can throw in Michael J. Fox and you'll be a trifester. Nice. <laughs> anyway, where were we going here? Stu, our little shaky ear. I never knew that Stu had three kids. Does anyone out there in listening land know that Stu had three kids? He talks about his daughter throwing up, the one, and she's the same one pierced her ears, and she's the same one fighting with the wife all the time. And then he talks very highly of, of Oscar. Who the fuck is the third child? And please don't cut out. This is important. He's got a he's got a love child somewhere in this world. I'm sure he's got like six or seven love child. Love right on the Isle of Nye. I yeah, bet you he has an Aborigine daughter somewhere. I don't know. He's naughty. Oh, if <laughs> You remember that one-legged bitch he was fucking at the beginning of the show? Well, Isn't that the I'll tell you what I'd have had. I would have had a lot more if it wasn't for the old metal coat hangers. <laughs> Stop making them. <laughs> Bring them into the alley and get them old metal coat hangers out. <laughs> Choo-choo stew, pro-abortion. <laughs> Let's hope they weren't rusty. <laughs> How could you not be pro-abortion if you're stew? You'd have thousands of little stews running around. Coming up in just a few minutes, kids, is a really fun segment we do. It's called uh, Take the Bait. And uh, you in the audience, we want to uh, play as well. What we do is each of us tell a true or false story, and you got to pick which one is which. And I think I got a couple of good ones. Guys, did you hear today the creator of the Big Mac died? I did not. He was 98 years old. And um, apparently this guy was from uh, Pennsylvania. And he invented this uh, uh, sandwich um, to feed the coal workers. I think it was just miles outside of Pittsburgh or something. And um, he invented um, the milkshake and the Big Mac. And he never received a penny in royalty from it. Wait, so so did he invent the hamburger or he invented putting another piece of bread in the middle? Well, it's just like you. Like everybody's, uh, his name was, um, hang on, let me find his name here. Uh, I think probably had a Mick in it, right? No, Jim Delagatti was his name. You'd probably think he'd come up with a chicken parmesan sandwich. Um, okay, so you can have a burger, which is a piece of meat on on, on bread, like you say, mm-hmm. or you can really do it up. Uh, in the, for instance, I'm not going to ask Stu because they probably don't eat burgers over there. But for instance, I do a burger. I stuff it with blue cheese uh, in the summertime on the barbecue. Put some peppers on there, some tomato, mayo. Some people put ketchup and mustard. There's a recipe to a burger. It's not just a fucking burger. Right, but what a Big Mac is, is a burger. Well, it's two burger patties with another slice of bread in the middle. That's all it is. Can I correct you? Please. And I don't know if I can remember this from when I was a kid. So if there's anyone in the chat room that can help me, it's 
two special patties, lettuce sauce. No, it's on two a sesame patties, seed bun. It's two whole beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese on a pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. All right. Let's 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 do that again. Each one of us has to say that. Go ahead, Big B. Uh, two all-beef <laughs> all patties, special I'm not even sauce, try and say that. pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. That's what it is. You used to get a free burger. Two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese on a sesame seed bun. Two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame oh, seed bun. I forgot the pickles in the onion. Free. Go ahead, Stu. Yeah, I don't know. He'll end up with a bun, half a piece of lettuce, and, and a piece of cheese. <laughs> the answer to this question, I don't know. I don't remember if you could, if you got a free burger, if you could say that all the way through. I don't, I, I don't remember that. That might have been a commercial. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. I, I, it was the McDonald's commercial for for the Big Mac. I don't know if there was a, like a contest with it. What do you think it would cost us if we wanted to take away Ronald McDonald and make him a uh, like a horror? franchise for us say we won the lottery it's a 30 million dollar lottery uh tonight in canada mm-hmm. if i won that and 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 and, and i said to you guys we got to branch out a little bit let's let's approach mcdonald's knowing that they didn't give the creator of the big mac one cent mm-hmm. how much would it cost us mcdonald's to 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 not even buy you can still use them. You can you can have special horror plastic mugs that you sell when the movie gets released. We just want to make a horror movie about Ronald McDonald. Well, well, I have a question for you first before we do that. You oh, I forgot you're into all this legal shit. See, you you spoil everything. No, no, it's not. It's not a legal thing. It's, it has right. nothing to do with legal thing. You said it's a thirty million dollar Canadian lottery. Doesn't yes. that like equate, since a McDonald's is in the uh, U.S. corporation, doesn't that equate to like $155 U.S.? No, it's not that bad. It's both <laughs> 19 million U.S. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that would be enough money, first of all. I was doing the Facebook Live, and there was a guy that was going to that, that donate 10 pounds to us. 10 pounds of Canadian money be a lot of money. What's his name from uh, from the Isle of Sheppey? From Sheppey. The Isle of Sheppey. That's when I said it was $10 million Mexican. Listen, uh, Stu, if, if you can utter a sentence, um, what's the distance between the Isle of Wye and the Isle of Sheppey? Because we're, we're getting pretty good at England geography now. All right, the Isle of Sheppey, you can drive to it. The Isle of Wye, you need a ferry to get to it. Okay, and this is from London, by the way, folks. Not not from, you know, Chicago, Illinois, or Dartmouth, or wherever you're listening from. Um, from London. So the Isle of Wye is way the fuck out there. Almost Iceland. Do you know this? Do you know this? Uh, uh, sorry to sort of go back on the subject, but this guy that's uh, invented the Big Mac, is he going to be cremated? I, it never tells us this stuff in the, in, in the articles, too. I'm, I'm, I'm not Walter Cronkite. I'm just bringing up a topic. And then he laughs. He doesn't even finish his thought. Well, I, I was thinking that maybe he was thinking that it would his ashes would be spread in the burger meat. I don't know. Is that where you were going with this? Well, no, I just, just wondered if he was going to be like, you know, my... I don't know where I was going with that. I was just wondering. 
So, so before we go to break, basically, you just want us to debate uh, whether this gentleman is going to be cremated or buried. Can I get a, can I get a, a, a poll like in, the, in the chat room of who thinks uh, this, this fucking guy is going to get buried or cremated? Where the fuck do you come up with this stuff? <laughs> I, you know, and he throws it at us, Big B. It's unscripted. I don't know how you prepare, but I just kind of sit back and... I don't know. How I prepare is I come here, sit, and listen to what's going on. Yeah, I, I just go back to the third last text I received and read that answer. <laughs> anyway, let's take a break. When we get back, do you guys want to play... Uh, Take the bait. Sure. And then there's other stuff. I had oh, and we got there was a meeting at the uh, the allotment. Oh, I saw I saw that the, the 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 allotment meeting notes. Yes, and I I have a few questions about that being from the Western Hemisphere. Have to discuss the allotment meeting. Yeah, I mean, there's some weird shit in there, uh, and we'll get to it. If you're like a Stephen King Children of the Corn fan, you'll you'll know what we're talking about here. Um, it's good stuff. And then what else did I bring now? Well, there, there, there's a few things here. I told you about the Patreon. If you want to give us a buck, that'd be really I, think, I think we need to <clears throat> expand on the Patreon a little bit. Well, we we'll, back. All right, we'll do that too. And then there's this the, uh, December, the month of December, the show is, is going to be playing Choo Choo Stew Music. And again, the reason for this is because YouTube is very harsh, and and we are only playing uh, what you, uh, copyright free music. So, and that's in all our segments all the way through. But there's this fucking black eyed Bert thing. It's not even a tough name. <laughs> I think black eyed Bart, <laughs> black eyed Bubba. I can't wait to meet Black-Eyed Bert. <laughs> Isn't he Snake Eyes? I have no. We're gonna find out. I do have the audio of Black-Eyed Bert, and and Stu will tell us the story. I can't wait. So it's all Stu tonight. Lotman meeting, music for a month. Black-Eyed Bert. When is it not Stu? Stu is the most interesting man in the world. He is every night. He is the most. No matter if he speaks or not speaks. That's he just right. he just illuminates he just illuminates it. Piss off, aren't I? Really? You're a piss and a wine. <laughs> I, I think he said he has to take a piss. I don't know. He's going to be on air. It'll be like you know, really. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We we might see the butt cheek. You got to remember though, piss might have a different definition in England. I'm just saying you take you always take the piss out. Oh, of me. he's saying we're taking the Mick out of him. The the Mickey the Mike. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't caught that yet, Big B, after like two years with this guy? Taking the mix, <laughs> no, like uh, we're making fun of him. We're, we're, we're bullies. Um, we're ISIS. I would I would not say we're bullies. We do it all in good fun because, he, because we love Stu. I like to say it in jest. In jest. In like jest. I take everything on this show in jest. Good. You should. Hey, so just before we go to break really quickly, out there on Twitter Sphere and Facebook, we threw out there a new season coming up. 
what would you like to see more of? Because this take the bait segment, everyone seems to love. So on Twitter, we got 23% more prank calls. Okay. Uh, 15% more guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15% interactive segments, which would be take the bait and all the other shit. Uh, 47% all of the above. So we'll get working on that. Now, over on Facebook, we were able to add some stuff. So we had, um, and it doesn't do percentages. It just shows everyone's pretty selfie uh, up in up in the thing. We had uh, all the above and prank calls did pretty good, about even. Stronger than that was uh, guess by about double. And then there was a, a question that said, other, please uh, specify in comments. And we got uh, odd product demonstrations. Uh, dining with stew. Naked Crisco Twister. That's pretty hard to do from all over the planet. Unless you guys donate enough to Patreon and we can get a satellite. Uh, and shocking DNA test results. Uh, watch Mori Povich for that one. But I, I think the product demonstrations should be shipped directly to England. And just have Stu try out different products. Yes. And I need your help out there. Like, do we just approach uh, creators? I think if some way we contact fucking... Um uh, whatever the fucking paid program guy is, that English dude that does all the fucking paid programs. Um, I forget his name. Timothy something or other. Isn't he whatever in jail name. right now? That, 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 that Billy Blaine or the guy with the sham wow you're talking about? Uh, well, no, it was, the, it was the, the guy the guy that partnered with the OxyClean guy. Whatever. Isn't that is. the sham wow? Aren't they all one in the same? No, just the about guys, the, guy every like, time. the guy that like beat up prostitutes. Okay, uh, Albert, Professor Albert in the chat room is is the man of facts. Uh, we need to know who the biggest um, uh, scam artists, pay as you go, whatever you call those people. Right. Get us some history in there. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will play uh, Take the Bait. Everyone should be happy about that. As soon as I queue things up here. I'm the man of many faces. You know, if you also donate to Patreon, um, we could get a producer. That'd be cool. Cave Crew Radio. Live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Only on CaveCrewRadio.com. Don't forget to check out the live YouTube feed. Also available on demand on iTunes and Stitcher, wherever good podcasts are found. Cave Crew Radio at CaveCrewRadio.com. So you ask me, what goes on the rest of the week? Facebook. Cave Crew Radio. Join the Cave Crew Radio group on Facebook. Seven days a week. 365 days a year. Find out where the stories come from. Where are the ideas plugging in? Cave Crew Radio on Facebook. Join today. Don't forget Twitter at Cave Crew Radio. It's 
have a, a choo-choo stew, and, and who is it? The Willabillies? Willabillies. The who? Yule. Yule, as in Yule Log. The Yule Billies. So we will be featuring music of uh, Choo Choo Stew, the month of December. And um, he's even going to write, you're going to write a couple more, right? The ukulele and all that shit? Apparently so. <laughs> okay, now you look like Rain Man. This is news to him. <laughs> oh, I am, yeah. Look, I can only handle so much of the workload. I got to pass some off on you guys, okay? <laughs> All right, so tonight I even got, if you give me a minute, um, I'm going to queue up the music and everything tonight. And we'll uh, we'll be okay. Anyway, you guys all right? Like everyone's, why are you so quiet after the break? I was taking notes, sorry. Notes of what? I was writing down things from the first half. I was too busy laughing and making fun of Stu the first half oh. to write anything down. I had Shit, to take you know, and, and that's one of the prizes, too, eh? If you, if you give us a little bit of uh, cash, we'll send you our notes because these things are pretty sick, I think. I think, yeah, I I think so. I could tear out some notes here, and and uh, you know what we could do is, uh, if we get enough money, we could send our notes around to each other and all sign them. Yes, and then send them up to the winner. There they are, folks. I just scribble, but like, look at this. Like, this is probably only three shows. This oh, is the stew me. file. Wait till I get out the rest of the show. This is this is my notebook. <laughs> let's say Grumpasaur on it. My my son got it for me. Uh, but yes, this is my notebook of notes from this show. And it's not just for this segment. No, th- this is for this is has a whole bunch of shows in it that I've taken notes with. Stu, do you keep notes or you just, let's go over to the stew cam? We might not get audio, but um... no, it's there. Just a just a bit of paper. Yeah, and then what do you do with it? Start a fire. or... No, I'm just I'm 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 meticulously writing notes down here. But then after the show, what do you do with them? Do you throw them out? Do you keep them? What do you do with them? I try to destroy them. Destroy them. <laughs> it's evidence in Stu's house. <laughs> Jim, Stu is not just the smartest man in the world. He is I'll the biggest man in Sometimes the world. Sometimes I leave them laying about. And I think, shit, did the wife read that? Because there's some funny things that I write down, like some odd words here and there. Uh-huh. They're wondering about your hat in the chat room. Yeah, I've left the door open. It's freezing here. The uh, cat I guess any normal the, person uh, would. Do you know the cat flap's got the tumble dryer hose going through it, so the cat won't get in. If she tries to get in there, she'll end up in the back of the tumble dryer. So I've left the the, uh, okay, the wait a minute. I, I, I know we have a segment and we got to get to it or we're going to seriously fall behind. But sometimes you need to backtrack a little bit here, especially with you, Stu. The door leads into the tumble dryer. <laughs> and it, and is the tumble dryer the same thing that we use that we plug in the wall and dry our clothes with? Yes. To the first question or the second one? <laughs> I only heard the second one. 
It's a towel dryer. <laughs> Put the internet cut out. Does the dryer work? Like, do you put clothes in and the hot air blows? Yes. Is that the same place you get your internet from? <laughs> That's how the internet runs. <laughs> you have to have the dryer running at all times. <laughs> He's probably pedaling a bike under his desk. It's like it. It works similar like a hamster wheel. <laughs> It ain't running. The internet ain't working. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's why he zooms so much. <laughs> Would have got onto my neighbor's uh, Wi-Fi tonight, but he's changed the password. I'll the neighbor can break into the house again and find, find out what it is. Uh, Stu, instead of hacking into the neighbor's fucking internet, why don't you just cut ties with the company you're with and, and get somebody else? No response. I ain't going on that one. I hear you now. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, all right. I'm going to take things away from the stew camp, and uh, I'm going to start take the bait tonight because I always throw it on you guys. So you might hear this. If you answer it right, if you answer it wrong, you might hear this. So what we do is we tell a story, each, one true, one false, uh, out in the chat room, guess along. I'm going to get my uh, my scorecard up here, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll tell you who wins. Last week was a tie between uh, Uncle Albert, now calling himself the professor, he must have got a degree between last week and now, and uh, Big B tied. So let's see what happens. Sounds like I'm inside of a uh, a circus or something, or an arcade. You guys still there? You get, like, absolute silence. It scares the I'm waiting fucking... for you to, to start the... Uh, I know, but it, it, it scares the shit out of me on this show when I hear dead air. Well, know that my internet always works. Right. Stu, not so much. We'll wise yeah. here. Now, Stu, I hope you're going to be able to hear this, and... Um, I'm just, I have to reload the two stories I got here. Um, because your vote does count. And we'd like to see it come back this week, Stu. Your judgment was off last week, as was mine. And let me just pull this second one up, and I'm ready to go. And no Mrs. B again. She was so good at it. Well, like I said, our our, our baby is sick, so she's right. taking She's tending. Tending to the little one. Okay. All right. I am ready. Here we go. Uh, Story number one. A uh, single mother of six is facing jail time after selling homemade meal to undercover investigator. This comes from the natural news. Only in America in 2016 has liberty been so polluted and restrained by the massive police state that a single mother of six could be facing. Apparently, guys, uh, Marisa Rulis of Stockton, California, was cited for operating a food facility and engaging in business um, without having a permit. Uh, now, 
she is actually facing uh, um, fines and jail time uh, after selling a dish to an undercover investigator. Um, da, 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 da. And she is set to appear before a San Joachim County judge sometime next month. That's pretty much it in a nutshell, guys, because we're running behind. Anybody got any questions? What did she try to sell the undercover cop? Well, it doesn't specify. Uh, Let me go back to the... um, Was it a dish of hash brownies? No, no, it it apparently... From what I... And again, folks, remember, an article only tells you so much. A homemade meal is what it says. So I guess you can put into it whatever you want. But basically, she was uh, selling food as, a, I guess, a part-time job. Um, and, fuck, I've heard that about lemonade stands and shit in, in Canada. Where they're not, they, they, some people feel you need a business license, you need to pay taxes whenever you're making a profit. I don't know. Again, this is all hearsay. Okay, so she tried to sell a, a meal to an undercover cop. Right, could have been a hot dog, could have been, uh, you know, pancakes and syrup. I have no idea. Now, was this like, <clears throat> like, did she set up like a lemonade stand type thing on her front lawn? What, you know, was it out of her trunk of her car? Does it say, you know, how did she sell this meal to an undercover cop? Hang on. Operating a, a food facility. Lines. This is what it says. Operating a food facility, sorry, and engaging in business without the proper permit. So it could have been out of her basement. Could it, Maybe she had a table set up. It doesn't really go into it. Okay. Okay. Right. Stu? I think the, the story is a little bit vague. Okay, I didn't write the fucking story. I'm just reading it to you without getting into it. There's nothing else in there. Um, she was a, there's something that goes on in a Facebook group she's in where she exchanged recipes and potluck dinners. Uh, she would take the recipes and prepare them at home. That's basically the fill-in. Do you have a question, Stuart? Can I go to the next story? the next story. All right. Same thing he says every fucking week. Let me just check the chat room. There's nothing in there. All right, story number two. This is from um, the Mail Online. Uh, A Chinese woman who noticed two sizable lumps growing in her stomach was shocked to find out that they were her breasts. Uh, The middle-aged woman was hospitalized after noticing that Uh, As her breast shrunk, two similar-sized mounds were growing in her stomach. Uh, Doctors discovered that a toxic... Forgive my uh, pronunciation of this. Hydrogel. Doctors discovered that a toxic hydrogel previously injected into the woman's breasts were slowly pooling in her abdomen. Uh, The Shanghaiist reported... And that's pretty much it. So I'm assuming that she she had a. Uh, I'm echoing again. No, no, she I hear you fine. 
I'm assuming she had a boob job then. And that's yeah. what was, in, was leaking, I guess. Yeah. The only, other, the only other thing it says here, the woman told doctors that she had a substance called uh, amazing gel injected into her chest years earlier as part of a breast augmentation surgery. Okay. Any questions? No further questions out of Big B. That's strange. Over to uh, Mutt in England. These breasts that are in her stomach, did did they not look at her breasts where they should have been? Because I know Chinese aren't very well endowed in that area, generally. uh, I shouldn't have picked this story because Stu's going to get going off on the yellow man again. (laughs) Stu does not like the yellow people. Um, I I, I don't have the answer to the question again. Is anybody else drinking out of their choo-choo stew collectible mug these days? I still am. I'm retracting my question on that. He's retracting (laughs) his question. All right, folks. So uh, as we like to move this segment along, um, we're going to ask you now. And in the chat room, please play along. We have one answer in there. Uh, Is it story number one? Uh, the, The poor little lady selling the food. Or was it story number two? Rest disappear into your abdomen. Um, Professor Albert, as he likes to call himself now, is saying story number two is false and story number one is true. Uh, let's go to Choo Choo Stew in England. Uh, I would say number, uh, story number two is true. Okay. And so it's one and one right now. You're the deciding vote, Big B. I will say story number one is true. Story number two is false. Okay, let's go to our, uh, let's go over to our take the bait. And here we go. Is story number two true or false? Was the mother, which, oh, sorry, that story number two was the toxic breasts falling into the abdomen. Was it true or false, computer? Story number two is true. Really? Story number one is completely fabricated. See, I heard story number one. That's why I thought it was true. I've, I've heard that before. Well, I've heard uh, lemonade stands getting sold, you know, getting busted, stuff like that. But this one, uh, apparently, uh, this uh, paper is a completely false and made-up tale. Okay, then. Who wants to go second? I will go second. We have to stay safe. Stew for last. All right. So let me uh, switch it over to you. And uh, really cool music. Take the bait, folks. Big B. Choo choo stew in the lead. One to zero. So my first story is uh, foster parents threw out five kids after a TV show built them a mansion. 
Uh, they took the house and kicked the kids to the curb. That's a shocking accusation. Leveled against James and Devonda Friday after they accepted a renovated eight-bedroom palace from Extreme Makeover Home Edition and then sent their five foster kids packing. Uh, I felt like they were my mom and dad. I loved them like they were my real parents, said Chris Friday, who's 20 years old. Uh, what they did to us was just wrong. They threw us out. It says producers chose the Fridays for the show in 2011 after learning their small home in Lincoln, Link, Lincoln, North Carolina wasn't big enough for the five biological siblings they were trying to adopt. The Fridays had taken in 30 foster kids over the years and had founded a charity called House of Hope. Uh, but Chris said the uh, he was shipped out to a group home due to his bad attitude just months after filming wrapped, even though he was assured that the movie was temporary. What was the filming? Can you clarify? What are they filming? Uh, it was a TV show called Extreme Makeover Home Edition. And these foster kids damaged these foster, everything. These foster kids were kicked out of the home by uh, the parents, James and Devonda Friday, after the uh, they moved into the mansion that was built for them. So they, they already won the, the, the contest, the television show. Right, the family won the house, and the parents kicked the, kicked the kids, all five kids, out. Uh, Chris also claimed that his foster mother started driving a Mercedes-Benz after the show, after uh, a whopping upgrade from her old minivan. So that is the story. Huh. Foster club gets kicked out when the parents hit it rich. Interesting. Basically. You got a question, uh, Stu? That's the look of not I've got a question. A... If you can hear, I've got a question. Okay. Go ahead. So uh, these people are nice, caring people that are fostering children, and suddenly they win a contest. Fired. Children anymore? Is that correct? Through my internet connection. Sorry. <laughs> That's basically the gist of the story. They took in five biological children, um, uh, adopted them, or whatever, and uh, the, they went on a TV show called Extreme Makeover Home Edition, won a brand-new eight-bedroom mansion, and kicked the kids out. Did the kids stay in the old house? It doesn't say. Okay, I have no more questions on that one. Okay. All right, let's go to uh, story number two. Okay, let me just get it here. Hold on. I have uh, Professor Albert, who is one point behind while you're pulling up your story, disputing that uh, my story about the woman is false, but I, 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 I double-checked and triple-checked the sources, and even though it appeared in L.A. Times, it was false, and they were misled. Okay, my second story is uh, licorice may hamper reproduction. What? Uh, it's uh, licorice may hamper reproduction. So as in the candy? As in the candy, yes. Uh, it says licorice is not good for kids, if you want to have kids, that is. A study has shown that a compound found in licorice weakens the influence of genes involved in the production of sex hormones, 
causing a decrease in estrogen production. Uh, in general, when you start to have lower hormone levels, you can start to have problems with reproduction. A said study leader, uh, Jody Flaws of the University of Illinois. Uh, the licorice compound, uh, I can, I won't even begin to pronounce it. Uh, it's some scientific compound name. Probably um, arsenic. It's it's spelled I S O L I Q U I R I T I G E N I N. That sounds legit. Yeah. Uh, which was studied is added to herbal supplements and teas. That's the entire story. Stu, do you have anything? Rack in my brains on that one. Okay, I'll let you uh, think. You know, you look over on the Stu cam right now, uh, folks, he, he looks like uh, uh, Paul Newman from Papillion. When they were trapped on that island with Steve McQueen. I don't know if anybody remembers that movie. Papilio. She lick a wire for any harm. Lick a wire and then lick ham. That's what I got out of that, Big B. <laughs> I, it's, he said, I, I heard it. He said, licorice never did his wife any harm. Oh, okay. So, all right. Very valid. Thank you for the tip. Do you have any questions, DK? I don't think I do on this one because this is like way scientific and above me. It's just saying basically that it doesn't say red licorice or black licorice. It's just licorice in general. Licorice in general. That there is a uh, compound in licorice uh, that weakens the influence of genes above in the production of sex hormones. I will say it does have a weird texture. And... Uh, I'm going to say that story number one is true, Stu. Okay. And I'm going to go with story number one is true, too. Let's just pop over to the chat room for a second here. And, oh, you you have either fooled everyone. Now, don't go until I play the sound here. Mm-hmm. You have either fooled everyone or we've we've caught on to you tonight. So I need to know is story number one, because that's the one we voted for, mm-hmm. true or false? Story number one is true. We got it. So all three of us. So that's, uh, we're all tied right now going into Stu's finale. This is exciting. This is, this is the kind of finish you want. <laughs> DK, Choo Choo Stu, the professor and Big B all tied at one. Only one round left. Stu is automatically uh, disqualified so he cannot win. Wait, I'm not tied at one. I, I lost the first one. I lost yours. Oh, no, it was Stu that got the point. You're right. Stu got the point. Correction, me and, folks. Me and uh, Albert lost the first round. Right. So it's me and Al challenging for Stu. Big B, you are out after tying for first last week. So you're just doing this for fun. All right, Stu. I don't know. Mine's neck and hold out. Yeah, or can you send it to us in Word or type it in the chat and Big B can read it or I don't know. 
Let's give it a go. This I is can't. for the this is for the whole shit and kabang. Right. Here's my first one. Right, uh, yesterday or the day before was St. Andrew's Day, okay? And uh, America could be about to lift a 45-year-old ban on haggis, and the Scots are thrilled about it. Yeah, Scotland's thrilled about it. A much-loved delicacy to see a 45-year ban lifted in America and in the USA allowing stateside fans to finally tuck into the humble haggis. So before my internet cuts out, I'm going to put that in a nutshell, and that is the story. So is that true or false that uh, there's been a, it's been actually about a 30-year, 30, 30 or 40-year ban on haggis in the United States until now? Now, just just to be clear, haggis is... That's like the like something. I don't remember. It's yeah, kind of like vomit lung, sauce or whatever. Uh, it's, it's all the uh, the lungs, the lights, uh, all the intestinal stuff with lots of pepper and seasoning. So basically, into, the, the Scottish what people of, of just any animal. It's usually the sheep, I believe, and uh, they put it into the in- intestines like a big sort of fat sausage that's then boiled or baked. So it's basically worse than a hot dog. So, yeah, I mean, it's a lovely thing to eat, but it's been banned for, I think it's since the 1970s. It's uh, since 1971, uh, this story is saying. And the reason is because it contains a non too appetizing mix of sheep, hearts, liver, lungs mixed into oak. Okay, and that's where we lose them. I don't need to know every ingredient in that fucking thing because I haven't even eaten dinner yet. <laughs> haggis. So, what, so basically, is haggis is a hot dog. Is that what you're saying? It's like all the inyards and yeah, it's a it's a Scottish delicacy. It's a traditional thing in Scotland. Okay, I got nothing. I got a Google fucking Haggis, but we're not allowed to Google in this game. What What is the second story? Excuse me. I'll have a bit of Tourette's going in. <laughs> Tourette's and internet. Right, uh, right, we all there? Say that again. We're here. Uh, uh, it says, it says Al-Akbar Bar opens in Bradford. Ella Akbar Bar opens in Frankfurt. It's opened in Bradford. Okay. A new non-alcoholic bar, uh, kebab bar, has opened in Bradford. in vegetarian and gluten-free kebabs. Although, in an effort not to insult uh, potential customers, it won't be declared nut-free. Through the cynic, uh, though, uh, uh, sorry, fought by cynics to be named after a true after hue and cry extremists all over the world. Uh, a former resident of Guantanamo Bay who was granted Bradford citizenship in the recent Queen birthday honours list. So basically, this guy, whose name is Allah Ak, has opened a bar. And he's named it Alar Akbar, and they're selling non-alcoholic <laughs> beverages and vegetarian kebabs uh, in the UK. 
<laughs> and I do have a lot. I don't know well, what you have, but I'm well, going to go over to uh, Big B. I'm, I'm still stunned over the haggis. <coughs> you were Googling. That's not fair. No, actually, I wasn't. I was uh, deleting my emails. Oh, okay. Um, his name, the, the guy's name is Ala Ak. Yes, that's correct. Spelled I get, AK. I get to play on words. Allah Akbar. I get it. Okay. I don't. I really don't have questions. Is it spelled AK or AQ? Allah Ak. It's AK. And uh, yeah, Allah Akbar. Here's where I am on this. Uh, yeah, there could be a non-alcoholic bar. I just to add, uh, just to add to the story, he's an award-winning pizza bread maker. This guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, and he sells uh vegetarian kebabs. Yeah, lots of different styles of kebabs. There's a uh, an autumn kebab, uh, Hamas kebab. How do you kebab. put fucking? How do you put hummus on a stick? Like it's a kebab hummus, is on a stick and it's put on a fucking barbecue, and hummus is like a liquid. It's it, it's like curdled milk, milk curds. All right. Anyway, but there's no fucking ban on haggis, no matter how disgusting it is. Absolutely. I don't know if you know. There's bans on shark and seal hunting, and and, and 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 certain chemicals inside things. And if the story was more specific, maybe I could go for it. But I, I'm I'm pretty sure you can get haggis in Canada, and in the United States. There's no ban on haggis. I, I I say number two for as stupid as it sounds, is true. I will say the opposite. I know our government bans a lot of weird shit. Uh, and it's possible that there was a ban on haggis. I have no idea. But it's possible. Just Hearing what's in it, it's very possible that uh, our government did ban haggis. Um, so I will say number one is true. Now, can I, can I clarify? I know I'm a little late. I placed my vote. But you're saying like just... In 2016, mm-hmm. this ban was lifted. It's Get very it possible. It's 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 very very possible. I mean, you know, the, the, our government is is you know, lifting, you know, just now lifting bans on medical marijuana and stuff like that. So, I, you know, it's possible that this ban could be lifted. That sounds more plausible to me than a bar. Called Allah Akbar. <laughs> have you have you talked you know, to Stu lately? There's a lot of weird shit that comes out of that country. There is a hell of a lot of weird shit that comes out of that country. But I could also see the ridiculous protests that would go on for a bar called Allah Akbar because that's <laughs> like the, the terrorist thing is what everybody says when terrorists are going to blow things up. They say Allah Akbar and blow shit up. And his it's not going to be a bar called Al Akbar. And his fucking hummus kebabs. 
it's it, hummus bomb kebabs. No, it, it, it's going to be the hag. I say number one is true. And so does uh, Professor L. So let's go to our um, let's go to our computer, which says uh, I say two is true, and they say one is true. So let's go to uh, uh, Stu. Is story number two true or false? The Al Akbar story is bullshit. It's been made up. <laughs> At least Big Al the winner two weeks in a row. Who thinks he's Googling? Actually, he's tied with Stu. He's got another tie. I'm the only one that's never won. Must mean I'm gullible. (laughs) All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, all right, we got to talk about this shit at the allotment, don't we? But um, I can't wait. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. I had this one other story I wanted to tell you about. I made a tweet tonight. I tweeted. I had this article here, and there apparently is a new fad. Hang on. I'm pulling it up as we speak. Um where girls are like mascaring, if that's a word, mascaring, or drying penises on their eyelids. And there's a direct tweet to this young lady, uh, and I, I tweeted her, and she retweeted me that we were going to talk about this on the show. Did that make any sense? Yes. You sent out a tweet that included an at mention to this stupid idiot that's putting penises on her face. Yes. She retweeted saying, hey, look, somebody's going to talk about the dumb shit I do on my face. Yeah. And I've got to, uh, hang on, I've got to put a picture of this up for those of us on uh, Cape Crew TV. Here it is here. You guys see it? A little pretty, she even looked like, like I. it's a pretty weird penis, but there it is, folks. A penis drawn on the eye. So, If you needed uh, proof that the world of beauty is trying much too hard, just look at Rainbow Roots Ribbon Eyeliner. Um, Hang on a minute. I'm going to go down here. Her name is uh, Asia on Twitter. Uh, Dick Liner, as the name would suggest, is drawing a penis on the wing of your standard eyeliner look. This will go more to women. I guess it's like the corner of your eye. They're extending a penis. You guys see the picture there? Yep. Okay. This is a new fact. Um, As with any great makeup look, Asia's art is inspired by other beauty enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. Um, she put well, a lot of tweets. It's quite subtle, not it? Look at the tweets she's put up here. I only have the one picture, but she is... Like the one, the the one penis, uh, even has veins. Okay. Very. She's put a lot of work into this. Let's see the circumstances. Wasn't it? Um. Is London coming through? Testing. One, two. Yeah, yeah. We hear you. We're we're all London, looking. London is calling. We're looking at a, a, what appears to be a pretty woman. 
with a penis dry drawn on the outside of her eye. And if you notice on the inside of the eye, towards the nose, she's even drawn testicles. Okay, that story didn't go very well. I, 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 I found her today, and um, anyway, it's neither here nor there. So, well, I have a question. Well, I don't I know if I have the answer. Actually. You have the article, so. I have several questions. She considers this art. Yes. She's drawing a dick on her eye out of mascara. Yes. She considers that art. She considers herself to be an artist because she drew. Does she like cum in the eye? Is this <laughs> the point where she wants people to jerk off in her eye? Pearl necklace. Well, then she would draw dicks on her neck. She's drawing dicks on her eyelids. That leads me to believe that one, she's a whore. Two, she wants people to fucking jerk off in her eye and fucking you, you seal her eye shut with cum. That's what quite possible. The, what is the point of putting a dick on your eye? Well, I, now, have you pulled the article up? Have you seen the detail that goes into this? I have. Well, I didn't read the article, but I've seen. Well, the there's nothing to read. Those testicles testicle should be under her eyes, like bags under her eyes. Well, uh, <laughs> Stu, I've got her on Twitter, and you can, you can. Uh, um, I don't know. Like if you if you take the eye into part of the drawing, it's like a penis with a with a big lot of green goo that needs to be evicted. Like, Wouldn't it make more sense if she fired mouth? I don't like. I don't know. Listen, again, I don't do these things. I don't make this shit up unless it's the other game. But I'm sorry that it is what it is. It would just make more sense if it's by her mouth, or like on her ass cheek, or fucking by her fucking pussy. One of the what's on her eye. Who wakes up and says, you know what? I'm bored with my makeup today. I'm going to put a penis on my eye. But, and that's all day. And why would you want to do it every time you went out and got ready? Why not it just get a tattoo? Sense. Get it permanently uh, injected. That's true. You want to do it? You want to be committed to something? Get a fucking tattoo. Otherwise, stop it and shut the fuck up. Or just get yourself a real penis. You're not a bad looking girl. All right, let's go to the allotment. I've got the notes here, and I, uh, I've i got a few questions. If Stu can mutter, like, uh, two or three sentences together, what was the whole idea? First of all, let's put up the picture of the allotment here and, and explain to us, you know, the allotment. You don't have enough room in your yard to grow vegetables and all that shit. What's going on down there? Uh, uh, I sent uh, AK a, a couple of pictures of... And I have shared them with Big B. Yeah, I don't think this is going to go too well. Um, I've got the notes in front of me. As do you, Big B? Or did you have any questions? Um, I don't know if our questions are going to get answered. uh, To be honest with you, it goes through like I I don't know. It's really weird. It goes through uh, recruitment. Um, it says OS has pointed out that there are going to be vacant plots to start the year. Uh, recruitment suggests 
including a community advert in Sansbury Morrison's Tesco. <laughs> and use of our <laughs> Facebook website. Man, this is this is big business, Stu. Apparently. We've got a Facebook website now, apparently. I've never even checked it out, I must admit. Okay, and then, and then Peter A. I guess he doesn't want to give his last name. Peter A. had seen a Redbridge allotment stall at a festival in Wanstead and suggested something similar for Hoxton at an appropriate event. So you guys are building allotments at county fairs? Is that what I'm getting out of this? <laughs> I don't know. So, I really don't know what that's about. So, Big B, let's, let, let, let's not let this go. It's too too precious. <laughs> they, they, they are so proud of their allotments, which, folks, is basically the garden in your backyard that they set up mock allotments at fairs. Can you imagine going by with your kid, you're getting a snow cone, and you just got off the tilt-a-whirl. Wait, Daddy, I want to stop here. The allotment is back again. Oh, Daddy, can we look at them growing tomatoes? I want to see. Are you fucking kidding me? I understand you want to advertise vacancies in the paper and on your Facebook group, but setting up a fake allotment at a at a county fair. Is, yeah, I, I think they probably put up a few raised beds and sort of stick a few lettuces in it or something like that. You know, oh, a few carrots showing. Let's backtrack a minute here. So, Stu, you're there with, with with Ollie and the one daughter and then the other one we've never heard about and the wife. And you're walking through the fair and you've just got yourself a waffle and ice cream. And you see the allotment. Are you fucking kidding me that you would get, you know, fast passes or whatever to get through to see the allotment at, at the fucking fair? Are you yeah, fucking kidding me? I've seen a lot of weird things out of England, but I never thought I'd see this shit. Dad, I don't want to go to the go-kart track today. I want to go to the festival where I can see the allotment. Nothing excites me more than lettuce and tomatoes. You know, we give tips on water saving and... Uh, <laughs> to give out keychains and shit or... Like, <laughs> how to catch your water off the shed. Big B, if you've got you any know, of that whiskey left, this hasn't even started yet. Ways to kill green fly. There's, you know, there's lots of exciting things happening on an allotment. Okay, well, well don't. But they f- happen slowly, generally. Yeah. Oh. He's an alien. Um, I guess the local library is in on this too. Well, I mean, you know, it, they give the advice to advertisers in local papers. Community events are usually free, and your local libraries. I mean, who wouldn't advertise at your local library for an allotment? Now, 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 let's back up for one second, too. Let's explain to everybody what the allotment is. Like you said, it's your your garden where you grow vegetables, but it's not in your house. You don't go out to your backyard and grow this shit. You go to a you travel from your house to another area where you rent a patch of dirt and grow your vegetables. Yes. And and, and this is a 75 page document. (laughs) <laughs> of how to behave at said allotment. Now the allotment in the picture, they're marking the um they're marking the crops 
with water bottle sticks. Anyway, over to section uh, three. Apparently, well, plot got pots to stick on sticks. By the way, excellent. Okay, so holy shit, you guys got a lot of problems. Plot two: Barry White. Now, to me, <laughs> I guess no. I guess singing love songs ain't working out because Barry White ain't paying for his fucking allotment. Well, we this this gets really good because to me, Stu, this becomes hearsay. <laughs> plot two: Barry White. David S. said, so we published Barry's full name. Well, why not? It's Barry White. And then we got David S. He said he had spoken to his brother, Danny. <laughs> well, this, this, is like, this is like playing he said, he said around the campfire. Uh, but Barry is now in Sardinia, and neither of their plots have been being tended to properly. So Terminate. this is like Back to the Future when Marvin, when Marvin Berry calls his brother Chuck Wait. to talk to show him about rock and roll. But you're you not realizing Danny, Danny White calling his brother Barry White. No, no, Danny is Barry's brother. Yes, you got Danny calling his brother Barry. Yes. No, no. David S said. Anyway, they're both a part of, we need Google Maps up on this fucking screen. They're both probably in Sardinia. Anyway, termination is recommended. We got to get follow-up on this. Stu, I need to know what happens to Danny and Barry. Oh, my goodness. Now, here's a question it's for like Stu. Wait a plot, too. I, I, I don't mean to get away from the, uh, I have two questions, though. Number one, if a plot becomes free, are you allowed to own more than one plot? Only if you're on the committee. Oh, so like you've got, oh, this is getting like American politics. <laughs> so if you're some, on the committee. Equal, some people are more equal than others. So if you you and the wife and, and, and Ollie went down and, and, and said, look, we want to purchase plot two. We'd like to grow some more. You got something in your fucking eyes, Stu, or what? You guys got to tune in YouTube. Stu, Stu, just got, Stu just got a bot fly in his eye or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Leave it to fucking Stu. He can't see now. Can you, he can't Sorry, hear and he can't see. Oh. His contact line's just inverted in his eye. Oh, my goodness. Oh, fuck. We're running out of time, Stu. We're, this allotment's going to be a four-episode series, four series. So, well, anyway. I wanna, go ahead. I, wanna, I, I, I need to, to ask a question about the second plot. Not plot two. The plot underneath it. Plot 9A. Yes. Danny McCullough clone. Danny Mulcrone, apparently. Yeah. Irishman. He, he's moved from a starter plot. So do they have starter, intermediate, and advanced plots of dirt where you can plant things? No, it's, it's a, a starter one is like a third of the size. Oh, okay. So he's moved, from his, he moved from his starter plot at the end of the July and has done nothing since. Nothing. <laughs> he came over to pay without a completed form to sign, which is absolutely a no-no. That's thing. against the allotment code. <laughs> <laughs> and, and has now put a check in the post. 
issues are associated with his attitude. He's got a bad fucking attitude, apparently, this fucking <laughs> Daniel McCrone. He thinks he's some hot shit because he moved away from a starter plot. So he's got a fucking attitude. He's got no work done on this plot. No, he moved on to his, to, to his more advanced plot, and he said, fuck everybody. I, you know, I moved on. This is like living in a fucking trailer park. Listen to this. Rita and Neil. <laughs> Nothing has been heard from this member despite all communications. <laughs> Was she not at the fucking fair? All you got to do is turn right from pulling the sword out of the stone and come on over to the allotment exhibit. <laughs> this is like reading Star Wars, too. The, the, the fucking letters are slowly fading away. I feel like I'm out of oh, uh, Apparently, Marita Ali has not been seen for a month. She's missing. The plot is badly neglected. Uh, was badly neglected in August. I mean, you know, Jesus Christ. What's up with these people? Stu, where's Ali buried? Marita <laughs> Ali is. She's underneath the plot. <laughs> oh, she's she's underneath my shed. She apparently returned to trespass on another member's plot. Apparently, all these people have not uh, contacted uh, the me. secretary. That was me wearing her clothes. <laughs> okay, we're running out of time. I got to get to the second page because the rest of it goes into a blur. Oh. It just says, did you agree with oh. this? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, then we're over to plot 6A. They apparently have a conditional renewal. And that is, and they have very... Irregular attendance. Now, ready for this, Big B? Okay. They're arriving mob handled with children running around. (laughs) And then he does nothing for weeks. This is the best allotment ever. (laughs) Apparently, the guy in lot 68 will not be renewed because he is definitely living in Spain. He is well, defected from the allotment. <laughs> oh. And plot 78 wrecked a blade that cost tw- Lear $25 to replace. Jesus. And, and all the way 70. from 72 to 78 have been told to put their plots in order. Well, uh, let, let's let's go. Let's move on to, to some site maintenance here. The water bill has seen a considerable reduction Due to lack of attendance at the site. <laughs> uh, you know, we have to address this. There's also been two deliveries of straw straw manure, and there will be a delivery of the black stuff. <laughs> what is that, Huggis? <laughs> you can't make this up. <laughs> Stu, how much time did you put into this? This, uh, this is false. <laughs> oh, well, well, thankfully, rubbish and sweet corn has been placed on the burning heap. <laughs> And volunteers are still urgently required. <laughs> so what the fuck are you doing on the show? They need you between lot 72 and 78. <laughs> oh, this is funny shit. What the fuck is the black stuff, Stu? <laughs> I think, I, I think it keeps that locked in his little drawer in the office. Okay, but wait a minute. Straw manure and the black stuff. <laughs> Live from plot 68. 
No, it's like you. I just snorted. It's oh, Lord, please help me. I'm gonna have a heart attack on the air. Um, I can't breathe. Um, <coughs> okay, straw manure. That's something we don't have in my parts of the land. Oh my god! Taking you know, you take the cow shit, you mix it in with with, with some straw. It's like whole shit mixed with straw. Okay, it's all biodegradable. What is black? Is is black stuff like code for like slaves? Yeah. What is the black stuff? (laughs) And the sweet corn. I just don't fucking get. Well, well, there's rubbish, which is garbage, and sweet corn. So it's all like papers and trash and some corn. Why not? It's thrown on a burning heap. What's the burning heap? It's like the burning heap. You know, like the place. If you've got any old timber. Ask what a burning heap is. It's like a burning heap. It's a heap. Well, they burn stuff. Okay. (laughs) They burn sweet corn and the black stuff and the straw and the horse shit. I get it. And rubbish. And kids run around wildly. And when is the next meeting? You could save this show. <laughs> he wants me on the committee. Oh, please go on the committee, Stu. <coughs> oh, my God. I thought I was going to freaking have a coronary. <sighs> and this is real. This is absolutely real. Where did you get this, uh, this uh, document from, Stu? He attaches it to the fence gate. So, so they don't even use email. They have enough money to, to, to set up plots in a fucking fair, but they can't mail it to you. I know, I know. You do have mail in England, right? <laughs> I never asked that question. <coughs> All right, boys, we're starting to run over. That, that, I, I think that may have been the best segment ever. I, 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 when he first sent it to me, I didn't find such joy in it. But when we all sat down and read it together, it all hit home. Absolutely. Did you? Know, I don't know. Just one last thing on that. Did you know that Plot Nineteen has moved from Twenty Five A and doing well? Wait, Plot Nineteen moved to Twenty Five A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they're Wait, doing very well there. Nineteen Thirty Seven. What? I, no, let me. Let, move? Can you get us a map of this allotment so that we can under? Because I'd like to, as I as I keep notes, I'd also like as as the show goes on. Hopefully, we're, we're renewed for next year again, and, and I'd like to check what's going on at the various allotments. Maybe get like a color code going, Big B, or something. Well, I I have, I have a question. How much is one of these allotments? Do you pay monthly, yearly, and how much is it? I think it's about seventy pounds a year. Seventy pounds a year, is, so that's like roughly like what, like a hundred and uh, uh, roughly a hundred and twenty bucks a year. For, right. Like, so what? What? What is that other like uh, baby lot or whatever the fuck costs? I lost you there. Sorry. Well, the, the the guy that had the the what did they? I don't have it up now. The premature lot or the. Uh, Ah, never mind. Scratch that question. It was something to do with Barry and Danny and the whole shaboom. Well, well, he, he, here, here's here's what I want to know. So we we have I I, I know what the, the allotment cost. If we were to get an allotment for the show, for the show, yes, yeah. 
um, would we get updates? Are we put on a mailing list or something where we would get daily or weekly updates from the allotment staff? Or, or do we have to go and, and like get it off the post? Because I don't get to England very often. Because generally you have to get it from the post. Well, from can the you, actual. Can can you schedule a meeting with with it's a, Danny or whoever the guy is in charge? Uh, Big B and I are serious. If we raise enough money on Patreon, we would like to get an allotment, and we would like to grow some some figs or some gourds or something, and donate it to some poor people. I absolutely want an allotment. Or we'd like to sponsor an allotment and let a family that's, that, that can't afford one uh, over in Menster County or whatever it's called, uh, we, we, we'd like to help the Artful Dodger out in, in Oliver. Is, is that possible? Can we sponsor an allotment? Or will yeah, we get can. shit because we haven't been there in, in 14 years to rake it? because <laughs> it's pretty expensive you know to get to the allotment Stu I absolutely want an allotment for the show yes we want to guys listen to me 88 23 per year the professor says uh, in, in, in the chat uh, hit the donate button in the chat hit the donate button on the webpage to get us money directly that no one takes a cut from or hit us up on Patreon Cave Crew Radio there's there's different levels a dollar a month two dollars a month five dollars a month there's so much we want to change in this fucking world man we don't just drink beer we, we want, want to an get allotment. an allotment for the show Stu's I, I, did Stu die he's gone where did he go uh, or the cat finally got caught in the tosser dryer or tumbler <laughs> thing it's just an empty chair now fuck anyway all right. We're going to look into this further for you, kids. Uh, Cave Crew Radio, purchasing an allotment in Manchester County. And I would also like to be at the county fair. Like, heaven forbid I ever won a lottery. I, I'd, I'd be, you'd find me in the damnedest places. The county of Yorkshire, side of McCleisty, standing beside Mrs. Brensky and her fresh pepper pies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby, what are we going to call this fucking show? I've got uh, another five pages of notes here. I have, based upon our very last segment, we call this show a burning heap of black stuff. Yeah, I wanted to include that black stuff, too. Is that chair still empty, or is that fuck out of here? No, I still came back. <laughs> I'm here. Can you put some black stuff on my hummus kebabs? I have got uh, curdled milk and the black stuff. So everyone's got the black stuff. We've got nothing from the chat yet. So I said, can I can I have some of that black stuff on my vegan kebab? You said what, Stu? Curdled milk and the black stuff. Okay, and Big B, you said? I said uh, a burning heap of black stuff. Anybody want to change their vote? I have to say a burning heap of black stuff flows much better. Stu? And I'll go with that too. Although, there had to be something about one of the... The the show notes could almost be the title of the show. 
Stu, yeah. that meeting about the allotment left me with so many questions. <clears throat> now, unlike you, your wife appears to be pretty sane. Does she just ever say, like, fuck the allotment? <laughs> like, there's there's too much politics no. to grow a fucking tomato and, 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 and a celery stick. And, and Which is why she goes there when the president is not usually around. Because nobody likes the politics. The chat room says, black stuff in Stu's eye. It all goes to that black stuff. I don't know if this is possible. Can you get us a... Like, I don't want the sample. But can you investigate further what the fuck the black stuff is? <laughs> I know what the black stuff is. What is it? Uh, a steaming post. A steaming what? It's a steaming pile of compost. The black stuff. Well, why is that better than straw and horse shit? I don't understand. What the fuck do you got in the microwave? A cup of soup? <laughs> the old black stuff. Is... Okay. Oh, fuck. All right, kids, we got to go. We're running overtime here. Stu's cooking black stuff. <laughs> He's got a burning heap of black stuff in his microwave right now. Um, oh, Lord, give me strength. You know, I came on thinking this is going to be a really good show. Mm-hmm. And it was. We, 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 we talked about a lot of shit. But until we got to the allotment segment, this is why you have to tell people to listen.